Hello, everyone, and welcome to the grand return of the Amory score. It's me, I'm Jackson, hello. We're here to talk about uh, the stupid lore of Coheed and Cambria and their comics. I am joined, of course, by Molly. Hi, it's me, it's Molly. Uh, we're back. I'm ready. We're back. Let's Let's talk about songs. Let's talk about songs and comics and bullshit. We've had some time off. Like, I mean, we've been fairly consistent, but uh, we switched the two weeks and then had a couple of weeks in, like, in between because uh, I was um, busy and getting schoolwork done and you were moving. I and moved. It was just, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a lot. Packs a lot of happened. A lot of things happened in the whole weekend. I don't know weekend. what that is. It's a, it's, a, it's a whole video game. Thing. Listen, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am is now... Is that a planet... Yes, that is the 69th planet. Pax Prime. Pax Prime. <laughs> no, they ditched that branding. You gotta say Pax West now. I don't. Okay, well then okay. don't. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so... I was saying I don't as in... just a, I didn't mean that directly, but I guess I do. Come at me, Mike and Jerry. <laughs> Fuck you. Both of you suck, but everyone goes to your conventions because they want to hang out. Because they want to talk to you. But you two suck. People. Yeah. You gotta divorce Calling it. you out. Fuck them. <laughs> that's right you heard us welcome to the coheed and cambria podcast get <laughs> fucked mike and jerry <sighs> oh, it's been a rowdy time here it's been a lot <laughs> where last we left off some things had happened in the story of in keeping secrets of silent earth three three yes we three. we saw the culmination of the battle between the red army and uh jesse's rebellion uh, which ended with, uh, last time, Wilhelm Ryan being captured uh, and Jesse deciding that he needed to be put on trial. Uh, along with that, we learned that uh, Chase is the Visual, uh, who is a harbinger of the crowing, uh, which will yes. bring about the end of the universe. Yes. So, that's fun. Um, we saw but... some space wives being birthed. Some, some space wives were birthed. The uh, permanently ten, the permanent child, Chase gave birth to a bunch of space wives by having the other space wives provide her with energy she could like reproduce. She just spit them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. That's so gross. That's the greatest thing. <laughs> oh my god! Why would you say that? That's not okay. You can't just do. I mean, and she did. <laughs> she did do it. In addition to this, uh, the battle was won, and then uh, Jesse looked around like, wait a minute, where's Sizer? Like at the beginning of Home Alone. Um, <laughs> and Sizer uh, has been captured by Mayo. Uh, yes. And they have left the planet and managed to not be captured uh, by the Resistance. Fucking worst rebellion ever. They can't even get Mayo. Like, he just stood there for probably, like, 20 minutes of that thing, just staring at various goings-on in that battle. He didn't fight very much. They completely beat the other army, and they captured their leader. So where everyone else went, I don't... Like, they just let them... I don't know. There's no explanation for it. They just let them retreat. Bye, yeah. Could not possibly be a trick. And so we begin today Uh as... Jesse and Ryan are standing in a chamber uh, with all the Eurocons around, all wearing, like, 
cloaks with hoods so you can't see their pope hats yeah why uh, where's the pope hats that was a bad where's look the pope hats that i think that i think the artist just didn't want to draw any more faces so he gave them all hoods and they can't see any yeah, I faces mean, it is it is brought up in the course of what we shall be covering today which is of course the trial of wilhelm ryan dun 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 dun, dun. and it begins on a really great note we have jesse standing here talking to ryan who's like completely shackled but in in this weird bowl shackle yeah he's got he's got like an orb he's got his hands stuck in and it's stuck to a collar around his neck and the collar is supported by uh bars that go all the way to the floor yeah it's not great it's a weird look it's very odd um i want to know what's up with their criminal justice system here i want to know what's going on here i don't know why jesse can suddenly be like hey I'm, the I'm in charge of the criminal justice. Yeah, I'm the prosecutor. This guy who isn't actually like, he's an illegal rebellion because Wilhelm Ryan is the act controls the systems of the court. So I don't. I, this comic does not have any world building, and then suddenly it goes into the tr- like this trial. So who knows? Anyway, yeah. Jesse begins with. Um, Wilhelm Ryan, you are here before the collective will of the people to face judgment for your myriad of crimes. Myriad of crimes. That's not how <laughs> that's not how the word works. We are one speech bubble in and already everything is falling apart. <laughs> this this trial is already a farce. <laughs> You're out of order. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about, like, Jesse, interplanetary DA. <laughs> it's just, I'm gonna bring these charges to Wilhelm Ryan. We put him in dung, dung. behind bars. <laughs> bars uh, around his I w- neck. I, I want to imagine every scene ending with the Law and Order <laughs> sound effect. Yes, please. God, so in heaven's fence, there are two criminal. There in the heaven's fence, criminal justice. I don't know the law and order monologue <laughs> enough to land this joke. I've already I fucked up. To. I, I feel fell like off I the cliff. <laughs> in the criminal justice system, there are many pages we have to get through, so we got to carry on. <laughs> we anyway, have to go. So, so uh, basically, Jesse is going to Ryan and saying, "Hey, we are gonna." prove to you when we are going to show that we are better than you you're going to be tried and revealed as a common criminal uh and i have he says i have been chosen to speak as the voice of the people which by who i don't i guess the eurocons but that seems odd because they don't know him or shouldn't know him 78 people have been selected to represent each of the planets that are or have been part of (laughs) them I figured they would have just got rid of those nine who aren't part of Heaven's Fence anymore. The ones who are out off doing Earth stuff. Yep, no, they're off somewhere else now. Uh, A simple majority shall determine your fate. So apparently jury selection here works by choosing one representative from uh, each planet. And they're just going to have a vote to see who uh, who will win. And if there is a perfect deadlock, then all the Eurocons will provide the deciding the deciding vote yes uh wilhelm ryan has decided not to take representation in court (laughs) no he's gonna speak for himself he says he can he can take care of it himself so i know it's what you love more than anything it is a battle of courtroom ideology between jesse and ryan (laughs) here we fucking go lads (laughs) 
Huh. Uh, Ryan notes that everyone, uh, nobody's, nobody, he can't see anybody's faces. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse says it was decided that providing uh, anonymity ugh, and non enemy uh, was the fairest. <laughs> nope. nope, you do it. I can't say that word. <laughs> anonymity. That's. I thought I said that. Yeah, with friends like Lee's, who needs anonymities? Great. Uh, <laughs> Come on, be... that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, it would be the fairest for all concerned. Uh, yeah, and Ryan's just like, no, it isn't. They're just scared of me because I am a god. And they are right to think me so. <laughs> and basically makes a bargain saying, if you release me right now, you will all be spared. Uh, yeah, you have my word as Supreme Tri-Mage. <laughs> uh, and Jesse goes, your word means nothing, Ryan, and your generous offer is rejected. And then one of the Eurocons at the back goes, uh, actually, maybe we should think about it. <laughs> And Jesse's like, no, shut the fuck up. And he's like, well, I just want to shut see the what the fuck up or I'll like. shoot you in the face. <laughs> And then immediately says, you can't intimidate these people, Ryan. <laughs> he he threatens a Eurocon with a with being shot because he's, like, undermining Jesse's perfect trial and then claims that they can't be intimidated. This is off to a flying start. <laughs> Jesse's doing a great job. He's very good at courtroom politics. Also, because this is, like, people talking, it's just close-ups on faces. So these panels... Woof! Uh, yeah, just a reminder that everybody in this comic is fucking gross, so you get to look at their faces a lot. <sighs> so we get a little bit of, like, backstory, uh, talking about how uh, Wilhelm Ryan joined the Circle of Archmages, uh, how he swore loyalty to them, uh, and then Jesse asks, how long did you honor that vow before you sought to destroy them, before the drag the entirety of Heaven's Fence to an endless war that cost countless lives? Yep, he killed all the other mages, and that is how he is the supreme tri-mage, because the other tri-mages are more like die-mages. Got him! Damn! Got him! Boom! <laughs> anyway, the trial continues, and thank God we don't... It is cut up into... We don't actually have to listen to them forever. Uh, yes. As it cuts to watching on the television screen Mayo and Sizer, who is extremely naked. Sizer's extremely naked and strapped down to, like, what is effectively a medical table. Uh, and Mayo's looking at him like, oh, I love that man. I love that. That Mayo, that, that Ryan, I love that guy. Uh, and, uh, so what he actually says, look at him facing his accusers. Is there any more formidable force in creation? Uh, and then Sizer makes a joke about him kissing his ass because Sizer's very clever and funny. What is the rule of action movies is that if you see someone who is someone's underling, you have to make a comment about how they are gay with the person above them. Yeah, yeah, you have to. That's the rules. That is the rule. That's how. Uh, as opposed to being gay because you're naked on this weird metal <laughs> table in BDSM gear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of this is like Mayo completely no-sells everything Sizer says. It's yeah. like, okay, uh, great. So you're Sizer, huh? Uh, why don't you tell me about the child who transformed the prize? And then uh, Sizer goes and says, why don't you suck my... And then he gets zapped uh, by the yes. by the table. And it's very good because I fucking hate Sizer. Why don't you suck my... Yar! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, uh-huh. So Mayo explains and asks, oh, you were trying to transform, weren't you? But the bonds will detect you trying to change, and you'll get stunned at a molecular level. Whatever that means, I'm not exactly He's sure. He's put him in the, in the ridiculous trap device in order to trap it. Oh, this, I'm very glad we already panel. had this built for Sizer, because we knew about his existence already and built it for him. It's just... Anyway, they have this conversation and they're going on and then the conversation ends by Mayo revealing a double-bladed chainsaw. What is the effectiveness of a laser chainsaw? I don't understand why a regular chainsaw wouldn't get this job done. So it's a regular chainsaw, but underneath it is a laser blade that's like heating up the regular chainsaw. It's like a slightly smaller laser blade. And clearly... It's going to really mess some stuff up. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be very scary, but uh, Mayo's like, if you're not going to tell me anything, I'm going to take everything from you. Uh, and then we hear the buzz, and then uh, we cut away for a minute there. Uh, cut and away, we and we go, go back, back to, trial. to the trial. Yes. Um, and they start discussing the prophecy. Do they start talking about the prophecy? Well, he's holding up a book, or is that... Hmm, no, no, no. This is a this is a news article. So he's he's talking about the case. <laughs> yeah, he's brought. He's holding up an iPad. He's got the receipts. Uh, he's coming in, uh, and he says the case of Grave Mind Toter because we actually do have to talk about this one. Um, and Ryan says this is by my count the thirty seventh example of many crimes that you've brought up. But how truly great could uh, Grave Mind Toter could have been if he had to wait that long? Uh, My train mage committed him. 37 crimes in a row. <laughs> just He's just committing crimes back to back. It's crime time. Yep. Uh, and he said, Mind Toter fled your war, Ryan, and he was lucky to survive it uh, because... Uh, Mind Toter is another, like, another mage. Yeah, he's one of the tri-mages who didn't get killed right away. Uh, and he began an underground movement to make a new like circle of archmages uh, like... Ryan had been inducted into uh, and hopefully like take that place back over. And then Ryan came in and just fucked them all up. Yeah. The red army shut up and blasted him. I thought that was like, you begin this page and like, Oh, what is the weird moral of the story? And the moral of the story is Ryan killed him. There's no like yeah, twist Ryan killed to him. it. That's, that's the entire <laughs> situation. There's no like twist to it. It's just, Oh, you can't fight me. There's no actual theme. He's just cool. And the bad guy. And so he won. Uh, so we're going to get into a long discussion about what God is like right here, right now. It's time for Ryan to lay out his case. Because <laughs> Jesse's like, oh, is that your defense that uh, in the face of your crimes, you're like, you're God, so you can't do anything wrong because you're the most powerful God, because even though you're evil, no one can, you know, there's no one above you, so you're allowed to do whatever you want. Is that what you're saying me? Are you a JRPG villain? Um uh, and Ryan responds like, ah, no, no, Jesse goes, you're mad. To which, of course, as is written in the lore of screenwriting, uh, Ryan responds, actually, I'm the only same one here. Got him. Oh, Boom. Got him. Boom. <laughs> uh, so Ryan starts talking about how, listen, you guys think that f- earthquakes, floods, storms are act of gods, but you don't get mad at God for it. Uh, but why am I not doing the same consideration? And Jesse just goes, because you're not God, dude. Uh, and Ryan says, oh, by what yardstick is God measured? Worshippers? I have those. A destructive force? By your own claims, my actions qualify. 
And instead of going, the premise of this is dumb, this is a legal trial, <laughs> Jesse instead responds, you care only about yourself. God cares about his creations. Oh, buddy, you went down the wrong road, Jesse. You, you the accepted the premise. Yeah. You fucked it up. Uh, so we have uh, a long monologue here. Let me let me read this one because Ryan lays out his whole his whole deal here. Just read me read me the monologue for uh, Supreme Trimage Wilhelm Ryan, villain of the Amory Wars. Tell me his whole deal. Uh, he says, "Think about it, Inferno. If there is a god other than me, why did he allow me to wreak such havoc? It would have been nothing for him to strike me down with lightning or immolate me without a passing." thought but that didn't happen instead thousands died and god stood by and let it happen that being the case we're forced to one of three conclusions there is no god in which case the job is open and i'm taking it since i am the supreme power in the universe there is a god but he doesn't care what happens to you in which case what good is he or there is a god but i frightened him away take your pick yeah yeah I frightened the god away. <laughs> god is scared of me. Well, this isn't the question that could... This is dumb. This is especially dumb because the nature of god is actually something very concrete in the Amory Wars saga, which we'll get to later. Yeah. But... <laughs> but... It hasn't really come up yet or has even like when this story was originally written wasn't even in the planning so instead they're like backfilling this like theological dis- discussion into it as and it implies that everyone here believes in a god who created heaven fence because obviously there is the like um you know there's the the gods the key work or the Garn's Guard and also the key work, and there's clearly things that have been created. Like, Heaven's Fence is not something that science did, and everyone there knows that. Right. But the the story hasn't actually done enough world building to culturally say why anyone thinks anything. So instead, you just have this incredibly boring masturbatory speech about 101 boring philosophy on God or the theology. Of, it's not theology because it's actually got nothing to do with anything. It's just a Reddit post. Uh, <laughs> Do not put our heaven's fence on blast. <laughs> no, no, it's not a Reddit post from there. They're not talking about God. They're uh. talking about Cain and Cambria, who are not God. <laughs> but, like, the logic of, if there is no God, then th- therefore I must be God because I am more powerful than everyone. It's like, no, no, that's not how logic works. That's not, yeah, that, that's not. That's mm-hmm. not how logic works. This is meant to be a trial. This trial has made fools of us all. And then instead of just going, shut the fuck up, Wilhelm Ryan, Jesse responds, there is another option that God gave us the strength and resourcefulness to deliver you here for judgment. And I'm fairly sure we haven't seen any signs of, uh, like jesse's faith his faith has only come up in terms of yelling at the price for not intervening because that's what they believe they have to right. do yes because this is the first moment where he's like i'm i'm a god-fearing man i'm a, I'm a god believer <laughs> the god believer has logged on to the trial <laughs> and so they just have this back and forth and the panels get weirder and weirder as they're like talking in the void of stars and then talking in front of another version of Wilhelm Ryan because they don't have any 
like panels to draw because it's just a back and forth conversation as they're like oh my beliefs are not an issue here and Wilhelm Ryan's like yes they are the amount of destruction you cause in the battle with me you are just as bad as me because you've killed people too at least I believe in my divinity what's your excuse and then there's like oh we are the same you and I I'm so bored <laughs> they have they have this like part where they're facing each other like I was protecting people from you and then Ryan's like, I was protecting them from a universe that was either godless or had an absentee, uncaring, or timorous god. It's I'm the timorous god. <laughs> Tag yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, like, it, it, there's also just, like, Ryan was like, I was killing people to protect them. I was like, dude, what? Like, what? Like, you should, there's yeah. no trial to be had. You're crazy. Yeah, and there's no, like, it's just this excuse for these, like, these battles of ideas, but neither of these characters have been, like, characterized no. by any kind of belief system. Wilhelm Ryan just wants power and wants to be better than everyone, and Jesse just vaguely wants to fight because he's Jesse, but most of his characterization has revolved around uh, the fact that he doesn't want to love his children because he's too much of a badass man. He can't have feelings. It's for nerds and girls. Anyway, we cut back to Sizer, and he has been destroyed by the laser chainsaw. This is Holy shit. Actually, this is... like, actually nauseating. Yeah, like, we're going to have to put a real content warning on this post or either not put the images in because the panels where Sizer has been cut up by this chainsaw and he's still alive because he's a robot yeah. and Mayo's talking to him. Like, it is intestines everywhere, blood everywhere, fingers cut off, blood on the, on the chair, just... Uh, arms but, you know, cut open. Why does he have cut so open many bones? The entire... Well, he, he does become a bone hulk. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He has a, <laughs> true. Like, I just noticed he has a lot of bones in his arm where they shouldn't <laughs> I mean, we be. All- we all have a lot of bones. <laughs> That's true. Um, but Mayo is like, I know where those, pro- those 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 witches are hiding with the girl because uh, apparently Chase went off with the prize uh, is what we're supposed to uh, take from this. Uh, and Mayo's like, I will find out. And then Sizer, for some reason, decides to get into the prophecy. Because instead of actually telling him a thing is being asked, and as like a show of defiance, Sizer decides to tell him the thing he 100% should not tell him under any circumstances. Yeah. And he's like, you should be paying more attention to the one who will be the end of you, the son of three. Which, hang on, hang on, that implies a lot that about the relationship Jesse between Jesse, Cody, and Cambria. Are they, were they all kissing? Is that what I'm supposed to take from this? <laughs> but Jesse is Coheed's brother, and that is played straight. But then yes. Cambria is Coheed's wife, and that is also played straight. But they are all Claudio's parent. Anyway. Uh, and then he's like, oh, the family you destroyed ten years ago. It's all laid out in the guns ground. Every action has a reaction. Uh, and Mayo's like, have you seen him or not? And then basically gives the Star Wars answer of, I sense him. The time of heaven's fence is coming to an end, and you've got your god to thank for that so think about it is it me you want to end or yourself like what are you talking about by the way ryan or uh, mayo cut off sizer's lips by the way just a just a note he cut off his lips so all his teeth are out it's really icky yep it's weird like the the characterization of mayo as his evil torturer is not actually in line with his characterization in the scenes we do see because Instead of carrying on torturing, he just goes, why do I humor you? 
uh, you're being way too dramatic and kills him. <laughs> well, he goes, you said you're old man. Those three words tell me that you're Inferno's kid. And so is the girl. Uh, and then uh, Sizer's like, and now you're going to use that what? As leverage? Go ahead. Pull the trigger. The nightmare stops. And then Mayo goes, listen, you'd only be leverage if Inferno cared enough about you to bargain. I'm sure he doesn't. He only cares about Ryan. Uh, and even in that, he will fail. And then he just shoots him in the fucking face. Yep. Like, so he's actually still the mayor we all love, this tired and fed up of everyone's bullshit yeah, he's, guy. Yeah, like, why who, am I fucking doing it? Like, he lost himself for like 10 minutes there and was like, oh, wait, no, this is fucking stupid. And then just shot him in the face. <laughs> well, because off screen, he's this like sadistic torture villain. But in the actual scenes we see, he's just tired. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's and then just there's so an dumb. entire panel that is just the word blab. <laughs> oh my god, it's so much. I posted it on Twitter. Uh, we should put like that just blam panel in the. Uh, post because it's so out of place the fucking font kills me blam and then rip sizer <laughs> rip sizer we rip, didn't like indeed. you in the first place and so to conclude the trial yes what is happening uh so uh we get a quick cut to like claudio narrating this uh, and he says, then at one point during the proceedings, Inferno just stopped dead, just stopped talking, as if his mind was suddenly yanked a million miles away. And from his expression, it was clear he had no idea why. Uh, and, and we get that panel of him like, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, what? What's going on? And he goes, I have cataloged over the past two days, 473 separate offenses. I could go on for another month. Why? What? What's you, you? You brought up too many in the first place. It should be very clear what this warmonger has done. He didn't hide it. No, he's been talking about how he did all these things like from the beginning. He, and then he calls for the vote of the seventy-eight like representatives and goes, "All those who find Wilhelm Ryan guilty and worthy of execution, stand and be counted." And then everyone begins to stand, except one. Who is this guy? Do we know this some guy? Rando. Yeah, he's just I a don't rando. Know. He's just some rando with some really bad hair. Oh, he's got, uh, yeah, he's got bad hair. Uh, yep. And it basically says, you're all insane. If we kill Ryan, if we kill Wilhelm Ryan, he's going to come back somehow. He is God. You're all dead and you don't even know it yet. And Ryan is like, uh, remember the words of the 78th man. They'll come back to you right after I do. Kill me if you can. Hard cut to Wilhelm Ryan in an execution X-Men chair. <laughs> like, ex- it's, <laughs> why is he like this? Why is everybody in the comic like this? So they put Ryan in this like execution device and this isn't, I mean, I think, wait, this is being broadcast, I think. Yes, the, the uh, execution is being broadcast. It's wild. Yeah, and he's in, like, his arms and legs are all strapped in an X to these weird energy things. Uh, and uh, he is basically explaining that, like, it's going to accelerate your molecular stru- structure to a point of near combustion. We're going to immolate you from the inside out. And Ryan's, like, mocking him, like, oh, will it hurt? I don't fear death. Death fears me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he's such a bad villain. 
he's such a bad villain. And so Jesse is there, watched by the, the cameras and the audiences of Heaven's Fence, who have like gathered in screens to watch uh, Ryan be executed. Uh, with there's no one else in the room. It's literally just Jesse, who is apparently in charge of all of Heaven's Fence and can kill. Yeah, apparently he's like just the boss of everything now. After doing his rebellion thing, uh, and they're just like, "All right, you can do it. It's fine." That's how it works, right? That's yeah. how if, politics If you lead works. a rebellion and you're the boss of the rebellion and you win, you're the new boss now. Yes. Yeah. Good. That's how it works. I love sci-fi. I love socially conscious sci-fi. <laughs> uh, so he pulls the lever and Ryan just gets completely owned. He owned, he, is, he gets owned. He gets completely he gets destroyed. burned from the inside out. And he gets dead as shit. And, and then Jesse goes to shit. puke. Uh, yes, how does the comic uh, indicate how gross and bad and awful his death was? It cuts to Jesse vomiting. <laughs> and then, like, he walks out of the bathroom, and then what, just some randos out there just goes, It's understandable, sir. I hear the stench was, uh, ooh, uh, it's uh, really astounding you held it for as long as it's just like, Shut the fuck up. Don't even talk to me. Don't even talk to me. This weakness, this weakness of vomiting. And then he's like, you've still got a bit of vomit stuck on your chin, which is grossly drawn on his chin, and he wipes it off he with just, his like, He just huge reaches into arm. his elbow, just like, just get this off. Uh, and so, so they talk about how uh, he, he tells Jesse, listen, we have been looking for Sizer, uh, and his life signs have terminated, and he has to be dead. Uh, and then Jesse's like, I would prefer you didn't use that word. He's an iRobot. He's not dead. He ceased to function. That's all. Uh, and then the guy's Jesse's like, not allowed to have feelings because feelings are gay. <laughs> feelings are extremely gay. Uh, very gay. And then, so the other guy's like, is there a difference between like what I said? And then Jesse's like, listen, go back and make sure many and hack are ready to go again. Uh, and then Jesse has oh, some feelings. Wait, hang on. They, they died and now they're back again. Hooray. Yes, they're fixing many and hack. So they're not dead forever. Uh, they, they can fix them because they're robot people. Yes, important characters, many and hack. Yes, as you as you may or may not remember from the last episode, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. Uh, yeah. Jesse punches a desk and he's mad because uh, because he has he actually feelings. does have feelings, but he can't admit them because, as stated prior, they are gay. They are gay, but anger is the only not gay feeling. <laughs> anger is the one emotion that Angos is not the unsexual. emotion for hats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and everyone's having a good time, even though he's mad because Ryan's dead, but he couldn't protect everyone. So he is actually a failure. Uh, and anyway, we linger on the scene for a moment until a man runs in that's like, Sir, Wilhelm Ryan's body, it's he's disappeared. Dun da dun da da <laughs> Yep. Uh yeah, Wilhelm Ryan is gone. Uh Jesse and They run they, they get run in over the spaceship. The... They get in the spaceship, yep. they fly back to where it was. Uh, Jesse jumps into the room and there's a bunch of people, all of the Eurocons, it looks like. Or it could just be randos, I'm not sure. No, those are the representatives that were chosen for the... Oh, yes, yes, excuse me, it's the reps. Uh, and they're all still Which, in those robes. And why they were still there in the big robes, No, I don't understand. Anything. Unless that's just their regular shit, I don't know, maybe it's their look. Yeah, uh, and so he runs into the chamber where, well, even though they eliminated his body and there should have been nothing left originally, <laughs> now there is extra nothing left. I don't. They. I don't understand. The way they talk about it when he's executed is that like he was burned from the inside specifically to make sure there was still a body to look at, uh, so they can <sighs> prove it to the people. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, so and they're like. 
and he he goes up to the soldiers guard in the this like see-through tomb which I just, one fuck off yeah. see-through tomb gross i also want to note uh, that when jesse's running in he just kicks the shit out of like four people in there who are like laying on the ground he just kicks them like okay he's like just get everybody get out of my way and he knocks multiple people over he's a jerk and so uh the guard explains captain we were here the entire time uh he was dead captain dead as biscuits i'm telling you what which that's not a thing it's not <laughs> what? A saying. i'm sorry and excuse me and no one got near the coffin and suddenly there was this release of light a transport beam of some sort no captain i don't think so it was quick and there was no sound and when our eyes cleared he was gone just gone uh, and then when word got out, these people just started showing up from everywhere. So apparently all the people that condemned his death have started like magically worshipping Ryan's d- now disappeared corpse with the power of Ryan's evilness. Who fucking knows? None of it makes Maybe any they sense just wanted to see if he would come back. Like, yeah, go ahead and kill him. I want to see what happens. And if he does, I'm worshipping that. They, heard, they, they yeah. heard the God argument. We're like, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Let's see what happens. But the, the explanation Jesse gives that they have, like, fallen into their fear. And they're like, oh, he must be God. We must repent because he has disappeared. Yeah. Uh, cut to House Atlantic where Mayo is running up some steps and talking to this scientist guy. Uh, oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> uh, this mad Nazi scientist-looking guy <laughs> with the big goggles and everything. <laughs> yeah. Who, there's nothing to indicate that he actually is a mad night scientist with the accent and everything but uh i'm going to assume given everything else that, that is well, since he's a big bad that guy, is what is going it's probably on. true uh yeah my favorite and part so Mayo's... of this whole scene is mayo coming in and go, he goes well and then uh the scientist guy's like all ratings appear normal it seems the transfers proceeded flawlessly no i'm sorry it's, oh. he's a mad nazi scientist he is okay please. all readings appear normal it seems the trap <laughs> It seems the transfer proceeded flawlessly. <laughs> this is a terrible accent. Bad, I'm racist you're not towards doing a good someone. Job. I can't do. I can't. If you've never seen Amazing Spider-Man two, uh, and I which haven't, you shouldn't because it's fucking <laughs> terrible. But there is a camp Nazi doctor in that movie out of nowhere. Oh my god, is there? <laughs> there is, and it's amazing. God. So Mayo threatens this as like words such as appear and seems do not fill me with confidence. Also, in this shot, Mayo, this panel, Mayo is like twelve times as wide as the <laughs> He's scientist. So big, or the uh, scientist is so small. I'm not sure which is better. <laughs> can't tell. Yeah, bigger Mayo. Uh, and it's like it is not my job to boost your. Co- I can't. <laughs> the accent is key, and yet I am not. I'm not talented enough to pull it off. Uh, uh, I know I don't have that accent. That's why I'm not doing it. I don't have it. I know I don't. Yeah. Uh, and Mayor begins to explain, like, I don't understand. We spent a year preparing the body of the mage we captured from Minotaur's students, changing his appearance to make him look like a, our Lord's duplicate, wiping his brain clean, just in case, for what is about to happen, you, like... We're like, this doesn't make any sense. We need an explanation to the technology. Yeah. They make sure to give it to you. Because as we know, until now, all the technology and the rules of the Amory Wargs universe has been very clear-cut and concrete. Oh, yeah. Everything's been very specific so far. Uh, but uh, they say, like, listen, we have to do this slowly. Ryan's consciousness is far stronger than the previous personality. If we just plopped him into this vessel, the brain could be overwhelmed. His presence could destroy it. Which is... I don't think that's how things work, but okay. 
This is this uh, is and a so weird fantasy universe. The thing universe. just like blows up the entire device that's there blows up, and uh, Mayo and the camp Nazi doctor are like, well, the, the doctor is crashed behind a desk, and Mayo is like standing there in the smoke, in the wreckage of this machine. Because he's cool. Because he's cool, and no one knows what has happened. And out steps an incredibly naked, with like a towel strategically placed around his Doctor Manhattan penis. Um, <laughs> saying we have glad tidings to spread wilhelm ryan is risen what more can anyone ask of their god than that bum, 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 bum. it was all part of his plan all along he was always going to get captured and re- revived for some reason this doesn't actually get him a tactical advantage maybe his old body was dying and they just never mentioned it no it's like just as a power move to prove he's god even yeah, I though guess... proving he's god doesn't mean anything i guess that's a power play but it'll get people who are in the red army to like worship him or get more people to be scared of him i guess is the way to go but we've already determined that he is the source of all fear in this universe including among dogs (laughs) yes that has already been true uh and that's where that's where we leave it except on our post credit scene as uh somewhere on the streets of shiloh's 10 uh on some like bin bags are the incredibly gross, incredibly disgusting, and fucked up, cut up remains of Sizer. And who happens to run upon them? It is, of course, our old friends Claudio and Ambelina. Yes. And we will get into how and why that happened next time as we deal with their stories. We're going to flash back a bit. Yeah. And get into what's been going on with them this whole time because it's been a lot. There has been a lot happening. Yeah, like, to be clear, we specifically focused on Jesse's story. This is about halfway through the comic, uh, and then we're going to be going back and doing Claudio's half of this half of the comic. Yes, because... And, by the way, nothing happens. Like, there's stuff, but nothing fucking happens. Yeah, they don't really do anything. It's just bullshit. That's all... God, it's such a bad comic. This is... This is probably worse than the other comic, somehow. It's just so poorly paced, and and nothing happens. And there's but like that a is 60 the... page trial for no reason. <laughs> no reason. But that is maybe the bit. This might be one of the biggest comic episodes we have done because, Jesus, that was a lot of stuff to get through. But there's we have done it. a lot. We have completed the trial. The trial and resurrection of Wilhelm Ryan. It's time to listen to one of the best songs on the album. It's fucking good as hell. <laughs> This song is called Three Evils Embodied in Love and Shadow. Embodied in Love and Shadow is, of course, in parentheses. Yes, of course. It's it's the subtitle for the song. Yes. Three Evils, open brackets, embodied in Love and Shadow. I wish, I wish there was another song named Three Evils on this album, embodied in something else. <laughs> embodied in hate and light. Fear and hate. Darkness and light. Death fears me. <laughs> This song is so good. It is not as, uh, like, 
impressive as the first song on the album, as uh, in Keeping Secrets, the like eight minute, but it is a uh, very good, like just kind of non-showy emo jam. Yeah, uh, it's it's very clearly like about the torture scene uh, with Mayo and Sizer. Uh, yes, but it, it is about someone getting tortured. Yes, it's very it's very much about that, but it also takes a couple listens to get that. I think. Uh, because it's another one of those songs, because we, we talked about this, but they do very uh, upbeat, poppy songs while also having, like, the most depressing lyrics possible. It's really, I love the guitar on the song. It's so, so good. Yeah, it's it's super, uh, like, poppy and upbeat. Uh, and the lyrics are bad, but not, like, they are still coheed lyrics, so they're completely inscrutable to the point where you're not actually, it's not describing, and then his arm got cut off, you know. Yeah, um, in the in the actual songs. And then he cut his uh, intestines open. And it was so gross, and he hated it. And then there was a sixty-page trial. <laughs> we'll fix him, restore him. Yeah, like I guess that's what that is. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, yes, no. Uh, this is about Sizer, but the song itself is just really good. I like it does the thing that a lot of uh, songs do, where it has the verse and the chorus, but. The actual chorus is the like post-bridge climax that is a completely different section, like everything Evil did. Yeah. Uh, like the the bit you'll get to. I don't think trying to work out how the song is playing in the background, but the end of this song, which will be coming up in a minute, is so good. It's so good. It it's another one. It's it's like everything Evil in that it's the end of the song that's amazing, but instead this time the first half of the song is also extremely good. Like they figured out how to redo everything Evil but make it better. kind of song because it's uh it's it actually it's actually kind of a pop song they did it they wrote, yeah, a, pop they wrote song. a pop this song. is the first one and there will be uh, a this, few more uh before we're done with this album because they're very good pop songs yeah there's like three i would say there are three like actual straight up pop songs in this album this is one of them yes yes um, uh and it it's just so it, it's so listenable it's so catchy uh it's so fun to sing along with uh it's it's just a very very good track um, and even the bits where it gets like depressing and edgy and dark are done in a way that can at least be read as earnest enough to uh, pass as just, uh, you know, one of these songs. Like he's going like, when will our nightmare ever end? Pull the trigger and the nightmare stops. Pull the trigger. And it's like, in the comic, that is read as like a badass line of him goading Mayo. <laughs> yeah, it's even super though it's- not. 
it's super not even though in the song it's meant to be like this oh i am 14 and crawling in my skin like right. that is the tone of uh what it feels like in the song it's just a very over dramatic but earnest teen being sad about life song for the most part man if we can't talk hall sizer an over dramatic but earnest teen i don't know what else we can call that boy <laughs> oh he's not earnest he no sucks. he's earnest he sucks. sucks it's true he, we could call him sucks uh, and it also <laughs> we can call him such <laughs> almost missed that uh, uh, this other is, this other is, thing you want to mention yeah so should so, i should i read some lyrics go ahead and read some lyrics and then i will mention the thing i want to talk about because it's okay. one of the weirdest things on this album i think i am going to read the first verse so it's Across the floor in the hand of where we drove the drill. A cautious ear to the mouth of your confession. Think of all the things we put him through. In the face of his god would he tell the truth? Still recorded were the words that dribbled out his kiss. When eyes go blind in this man of what could once become, sever the limbs of his torso and sleep and burn what remains so the world may now see. No longer will we wait for your answers. Back to the hell where you've come from. Think of all the times you've once had. Write them in a letter that says goodbye dun, 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 dun. <laughs> now that but extremely upbeat and poppy and it's very good write him in the letter that says, says goodbye Whoa, oh, oh. yeah um now <laughs> i i would like to point something out because i mentioned this to you uh yes, like privately. a few weeks ago privately uh and you hadn't noticed before claudio on this album has a bit of an obsession uh with specifically the word words uh, it is in every single song from here on in, and it's kind of, it, it's not always a focus point of the song, but for a few of them it is. Uh, specifically, like, The Light in the Glass has that at the end of the album, but, uh, and even, um, I think it's The Camp of Valorium 2. Uh, Camp of Valorium 2 is big on words. Yes, it's big yes, on no. words. Claudio has this weird obsession with writing about people's words, and I don't know if it's supposed to be talking or things they've written or like specifying that you said something to me i think it's what it's supposed to be but he's going to use that in every single song from here on in and like once you know that it's very hard not to hear him saying words a lot because the lyrics are super like obtuse it's impossible to know whether the words is just like a general theme or like an actual allusion to some event in the story like there's no way to know Right, all these songs are about different stuff, it, mostly. And it feels like a theme, because he's going to do it in every single song from here on in. Like, it's... I think yeah, Al the it's... Killer may or may not have it. I think it does at some point, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is a kind of a silly thing to, like, bring up now, because you'll... But once you've heard a few more songs, you'll be like, fuck, you're right. Uh, yeah, I'll, and it, I will point it out every time from here on in, because it's really interesting to me, and I think it's funny. Uh, but that he's, is definitely pretty funny. He's obsessed with that. He's obsessed with words. Yeah. Uh, but that is uh, that is three evils. It that is, is, three it is just a nice poppy good song. The outro is extremely good. Uh, the live version is better, but not because it's like a better version, but just because it doesn't have a fade out. Yeah, there's a there's um, a it's a really abrupt fade out on the album. Uh, and yep. it like live versions they don't just fade out. They play it all the way out. It's really good. Yeah, they like go to an actual ending, uh, but the like the version itself is fine. It's not like the live versions are better performances. The this album is well recorded. It's just that the um, uh, the fade out is the only downside of the song. I IMO. Yeah, and it's I-M-O. not even that bad. It's it, yep. it's pretty standard for album stuff. Yes. 
And that is where we leave it. That is an episode of the Amory score. We have to we have to score the song, Jackson, before we can I say know. it's the end. I had not forgotten. Okay, Don't I'm just worry. making sure because we I think we just forgot sure. one time. Somebody pointed oh, it out to me recently. Did. This is this is a nine. This is this is a great song. Yeah, it's this always is, it's going to be high. Yeah, this, this is a album. nine. Yes, for sure. This is one of my one of my favorite songs. Of like I've always said, this is one of my favorite albums. Uh, oh, this is my favorite album they've done, and this is one of the songs that really uh, pushes that. Um, yeah, it's it's not even one of their big songs, but it's still really amazing. It's it's fantastic. I'm looking at the track list, and we got some we got some hits coming up, and we got some not so hits coming up. We have the next three songs, I believe, are bangers. The next three bangers all three <laughs> yes uh and then the two after that are a little middling and then we get back to bangers so back into forever is great you shut your mouth uh it's it's pretty good but we'll talk about it when we get there because <laughs> yeah it, it has some issues well they've all got some issues oh they I all mean, listen <laughs> they they got some issues let me at some point we have to cover a song that is basically very explicitly about phone sex claudio had at some point yeah dude hell yeah <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, nice. <laughs> Oh, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me at audioentropy.com where I do a slew of other podcasts. Uh, and you can also find me at patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. And there is a link in my Twitter because you can't spell my last name. You can find me at Headfuls Off on Twitter. You can find the other Abnormal Mapping podcast at Abnormal Mapping. We have a game show called Abnormal Mapping. We have a Star Trek podcast called Second of the Slug. And we uh, have other stuff as well. Um, we've got a Gundam show that's for Patreon uh, listeners only. For £1 a month, you can subscribe to The Great Gundam Project at patreon.com slash abnormal mapping. I'm probably forgetting some stuff, but it's late. It's been an exhausting week. I'm going to pass out after this. Let's go. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Bye. everyone. Goodbye. Nightmare stopping. Across the floor in the handle where we drove the drill. A cautious ear to the mouth of your confession. Think of all the things we put him through. In the face of his God, would he tell the truth? Still recorded with the words that dribbled out his kiss. This man of what could once be Sever the limbs of his torso and sleep And burn what remains so the world may now see No longer will we wait for your answers Back to the hell where you've come from Think of all the times you once had Write him in a letter that says No name.